This is Kel McCutcheon with the Patch Turned Up Studio here in Spencer, West Virginia. You're listening to No If, Ands, or Puts with them, and this is show number one and episode 50 with our podcast series. Make sure to tune in for more podcasts, information, and music. Alright, welcome to our new podcast, and this is No If, Ands, or Puts, a golf podcast with M, and I have with me in the studio Emerson Simons. So, welcome M. How's it going? going good all right you nervous for your first podcast yeah okay so we'll do a little bit of background but a big thing here that kale i just realized as kale said this is our 50th podcast it's pretty a nice little um mark to reach i guess or a place to reach with our 50th podcast pretty big stuff here for us here at the patch turned up studio so Without further ado, go ahead and introduce yourself, who you are, your age, where you play golf, and all that good stuff. I am Emerson Simons. I'm 14 years old. I've been playing golf for around four years now. Um, I practice and play at Brown County. Member of the high school golf team. Yeah. And you recently, you've had a really good summer. So let's talk a little bit about your history there. Like you said, you've been playing golf about four years. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about your summer, what all you participated in, and some of your uh, accolades. I participated in the Callaway Junior Tour and the Mid-Ohio Valley Junior Tour this summer. Nice. How'd that go for you? Really good. I won. I only played in one tournament in the Mid-Ohio Valley, but I won that one. I played in about six or seven Callaway Junior Tours. I won 10 to 14 Player of the Year yep. for Callaway, so that was pretty. So yeah, that's a yeah. really big deal. <laughs> Um, and you, you won that pretty handily. I think you said, we were talking yesterday and we did a quick little video uh, for our patch stuff about your accomplishments there and you won all but one tournament and even mm-hmm. then you were really close. Yeah. Um, so talk a little bit about that. That's, uh, that's a tough deal to go through and win that many tournaments and only lose one and lose it by a close margin. Uh, how much pressure was that for you? It was a lot because the first day of the tournament like the final championship I guess I didn't play very well I shot an 89 yeah I wasn't very good but then the last tournament I the Greenbrier at the Meadows course I came through and I shot a 83 so you picked so, up speed as you went yes. through the summer and got better did you after that first tournament what was the uh, car ride home like was that a well it'll get better or was that a you better pick it up it or? was kind of you better pick it up it'll get better <laughs> just play your kind of play your game and see how it does nice did you know how stiff the competition was going to be going into it or is that something you had to wait until that first tournament kind of feel everything out I never played with the girl that I was playing with in the championship till the first match of the championship right so I kind of now by that you didn't see her at all during the other tournaments Mm -mm. really so that was your first deal okay had you heard anything or done any research and seen what kind of scores she was I shooting? saw what score, and we were about the same. We were pretty neck and neck throughout the summer, but you know, I've never never played with her, never knew her strategies or game or anything like that except for her scores. So you guys talk before you play? Mm-hmm. You just show up and you, you teed off together and played all the holes together. Yes. So was there any conversation or was it just Oh, yeah. A, oh, yeah. We kind of hit it off and started talking from so. Okay, so how'd that first conversation go? Did you be like, hey, I'm M, and you'll be following me the whole way, or or was it just a pleasantries and see how it shook out? It was kind of like a, hey, how are you? Kind of like that, like, how you been doing? Yeah. Stuff like that, and then we just started talking. And okay. 
Jasker or anything about her game, or was it just a? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, so how, what you've been shooting? What's your lowest you've shot? What's the highest favorite course? Yeah. Just simple. Little conversation yeah. modes. Yeah. Did you have any instincts when you met her? Did you like, okay, I got this, or were you like, man, I don't know? I I was kind of skeptical. Well, not skeptical, but I was kind of I didn't know how it was really gonna turn out. Concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did she look like an athlete? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that makes it tough. If mm-hmm. somebody looks like an athlete and you know they earn their way there, then that's a makes interesting competition. So. Yes. All right. Uh, what was the people in your corner saying to you? They were kind of like, "You got this. You can." Just encouraging. Yep. Anybody tell you don't be psyched out no matter what happens? Just show up and play, or was it a uh, listen, take I've, the bull by the horns, and you be the alpha? I was dog. told play your own game and yeah. just focus on yourself. Don't. Shoots a good shot, and you'll hit one too. Just yeah. play your own game. Okay. Did that work out? Yeah. On the yeah. first hole, was there any, um, like, did you both hit good shots, or who teed off first? Oh, I don't remember. Hmm. All right. Do you remember any part of where, okay, man, she hit a really good shot, and did you have any concerns? Or yeah. was it just like. Cause I remember the last tournament, she teed off first and she had a drive down the middle and mine sliced Ooh. and went right. But I still got it going. Yeah. So I was pretty nervous like the first couple holes, but I pulled okay. through. And nice. Okay. So great accomplishments. And then you went into the Mid Ohio Valley tournament. How'd that go? Uh, it went pretty good. I shot an 82, yeah. I believe. And I won that. So. And you won that one pretty easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, you played for the high school team. Mm-hmm. How did it go last year? You were a freshman. It went pretty good. I was the third seat. I was behind Garrett and Isaac. Yeah. The whole year, so. Okay. And Isaac graduated. Mm-hmm. So that leaves Garrett probably still in the number one, or do you think you I'd picked say, up yeah. some? Okay. I say. I, I see him out the golf course quite a bit as well, and I know he's working hard. So. Um, do you think you'll bump up into the two spot, or is there someone else you'll be competing with? I say I'll be in number two. I say me and Garrett will have some battles. Yeah, because okay. we during the Callaway, I beat him some, and he beat me some, and we were pretty close some. Okay. So. And he's an age group above you, so yes. he's going to be a senior. Yes. And you'll be a sophomore. So okay, so some room to work there. Okay. Well, with this podcast, we talked a little bit before the show. You're going to come in each week, and you'll cover some topics and talk a little bit about some of those topics that uh, you're going to try to cover. Um, I'm going to talk about strategies. And so I really just put you on the spot. I have the <laughs> list over on my side, and we talked about it. You yeah. do not have a list. No. So I, I think we're going to have to get you a notebook and have you <laughs> take some notes. All right, so go ahead. Some See what you can remember. Strategies, like for people who are just starting out or have been playing. And yep. Um, and for everybody out there, you're 14, getting ready to turn 15, so this is going to be geared towards teens. Yeah. And like you said, for beginning golfers, intermediate golfers that are teens. Yes. You know, if you're an amateur, older golfer, intermediate, or a pro, uh, there's probably <laughs> more appropriate podcasts for you, but this mm-hmm. one's geared towards teens specific. Uh, okay, so yep, some strategies, some types of practice that you do yeah. that might help out. What else are you going to talk about? Um, some mental Yep. stuff maybe um a little bit of mental advice or mental yeah. tricks that you use okay mental tips um what about for parents talk a little bit about some information you'll have for parents and how they can help deal with their team mm-hmm. okay 
And again, I, I have the list, so I'm able to cheat and <laughs> yeah. go back to what we talked about. And then uh, also um, specific help for teens with what they, how they play. And again, you already kind of mentioned some of the mental tips and tricks that you use as well. Yeah. And also clubs. You talked a little bit about mm -hmm. clubs. So talk a little bit about what's in your bag. What kind of clubs do you have and so forth? I have the TaylorMade M6s. Um, all my clubs are like that. Uh, How did you decide on those? I've always played TaylorMade. Okay. So I've, I'm kind of attached to TaylorMade. I love their clubs. I love their balls. How did you I get started those. with that? Did someone give you a set, or did you go out specifically and buy them, or we how'd, out, you, how'd you help get We those? did some research on them and realized that they were the best fit for me, the best style, the best length, okay. the best everything. So I went out and bought the M2s. They were my second set, I believe. The first set I had were Nikes, and they were just from <laughs> yeah. the store. Um, well, that's a good point. Where'd you get your clubs? Do you buy them locally? I mean, uh, and we're in rural West Virginia here, so there isn't a local golf store. No, we um, normally order them, like, we go to Ohio or we'll go to, like, Charleston to Dick's or yeah. Golf Galaxy or something like that, and we'll order them and we'll get fitted and order them. And nice. Okay. Is that, um, how much influence do you have, like, when you go and get fitted? I think that that's probably going to be a good topic, getting fitted for clubs. I've never had that experience. I don't know what's involved. But um, it's you for me, if I don't feel comfortable with the club and if I don't like it, I won't get it yeah. no matter how good it's supposed to help your game. Right, right. If I have to be comfortable with what I'm playing. Is that something you determine as you go during the fitting? Like, do you hit the clubs a lot mm -hmm. and kind of go through? Yeah. How long does it take to get fitted for clubs, you think? Or how much time do you spend? I've only ever gotten fitted for a driver. Mm -hmm. Normally all the other clubs are coming like ladies standards or anything right. like that. It takes about 30, 45 minutes. Any okay. word in there. All right. And did that help a lot, do you think? Yes. How much, oh, uh, yes. okay, so yeah, you're saying a lot. How <laughs> yeah. much, like, is that a game changer? In, I would say yes, because my previous driver, it was a flex shaft. Right. And my balls would be hitting left and right and all over the place. But now I have like a senior flex, which yeah. it's a little stiffer. And they're going pretty mm. consistently straight, or they'll go right every once in a while. But yeah. now I'm pretty consistent with my drives. So. Okay. All right. Um, so with all that, so those are some of the topics we'll cover. We'll go through that. And when I say we, I mean him. So. <laughs> Because this is no ifs, ands, or putts with him. So it'll be her show, and she'll come up with the topics each, each week, do some research on them, and we'll throw them out. And then uh, today, just because it's our first show, it's introduction, um, we'll cover a couple more introductory topics, and then we're going to end with 10 questions with him. Uh, and this is something we've seen from one of our other podcasts that I thought was kind of funny. And we got Kale back here producing, and he started playing golf. You played some when you were younger, Kale, but uh, how long have you been playing here recently? Two months. Two months. He's got two months under his belt, uh, and I think he's your atypical teenage golfer. He spends a lot of times in the creeks and the woods, and probably your best club is like a ball retriever. I've avoided the creeks pretty well the past two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been out on the course, Wayman. I don't believe that a bit. So me neither. I hit the trees a lot, though. Yeah, <laughs> good at that. So, um, so that'll be interesting. We'll have a good conversation based around that. So, Kale, we'll involve you in the ten questions, even though it's ten questions with them. We'll kind of get your take on that as well. So for folks that aren't familiar with what we do here, 
uh, Patch turned up. We have our own internet radio station, and we do podcasts. And uh, with COVID-19, our podcasts have slowed down having people come in. But, M, you work for us, uh, so this is an easy podcast to do. And I think it will be really interesting to have people that are – that have teenagers or mm-hmm. teenagers themselves that want to listen to it or parents that have teens that golf mm-hmm. to kind of get that perspective. And boy, that's my phone. I set it on the table there. I got to move it. Um, so as we go through, so those are some of the topics and I'll just recap those specific to teen golfers, uh, types of practice that you do that's helpful, types of practice that you've tried that hasn't been helpful. And then information that you think parents need to know. Cause you said who all is in your corner? when you go golf or when you practice or and at your 14 so somebody has to drive you where you <laughs> yeah so who all is in your corner uh, been helping you my mom and my grandma have been amazing they always they come to normally almost every match that they can where they can get off work but they've been amazing and my aunt came to the either the mid ohio valley or the it was the um the last championship okay the, yeah and then she came to one of the Callaways. Yeah. And your family has a lot of fierce competitors. Your family's full of sports, mm-hmm. some good golfers. Talk a little bit about that. So what kind of history do you have here in your family? Um, the only golfer that we have was Austin, yeah. Austin Spears. Um, and he was he was really good. Yeah. He's one of our local high school players yep. that was, uh, I think he was on the state championship team. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one yeah. of our really good golfers. And, that yes. was, and he was great in baseball as well, I think. Mm-hmm. And then you had some softball players. Yeah, Ashlyn. That, yeah. So uh, your family's full of stick and ball sports <laughs> athletes that do really good. So that kind of laid you down the road. Is any, did any of that, did like uh, Austin kind of help you get towards golf or is that something you're going to do anyway? He's uh, quite a bit older than you, so I didn't yeah. know if there was any overlap. I wouldn't really say that he, like, got me into it. Um, Did he make it familiar? So because cause they had a lot of hype around their team. Mm-hmm. They were a big part of Roan County sports for three or four years. Uh, the Moore Boys, Hunter Simmons, that whole crew came through and really made a big splash here for yes. us. Yes. Uh, is that something that you looked at and said, wow, that's pretty neat? Or Not- was golf just kind of in your wheelhouse anyway? It was kind of like we, my family was familiar with it, yeah, and stuff like that. But yeah, well, and that's something that you know we talk a lot around here. There aren't too many kids here that go on and play college sports, and if you're a female and you're athletic, golf is one that's a yes. wide open door right now that's across the nation. Uh, there are college golf teams that are willing to scoop up golfers of any level. That was kind of the that was. A, majority of it a little bit of incentive to, hey yes. this is a path for you to get to college and to be a college athlete yeah, yeah i can understand that and that's a, i have two daughters and have told them the same thing you know if you want to go play sports in college there are select sports that are really good and golf is one of them and you can get scholarship money and you know help pay your way to college mm-hmm. and so forth so good stuff all right well let's start our 10 questions with him and we'll start to wind down our show here and we know that when we come in next week we'll pick off a specific topic and M will go through and give you some information on the that topic, and then we'll see what we end up with, kind of keep it light and fun and, and so forth. So, Kale, feel free, because we're going to hit you in <laughs> with these questions as well. So, M, question number one, out of your bag, what's your go-to club that you are always 100% comfortable with? Um, my, I would say... Probably around my sand wedge. Okay. Even though I like my eight iron and my driver, okay. I would say the shot I could ninety nine 
percent of the time pull off as a sandwich. And I find it interesting that you're both ends of the spectrums there. So not <laughs> only your driver, which I think in my case, you know, and, I, and I know, I've seen Kale play, so I know in his case as well, it's usually sporadic at best mm -hmm. as far as accurate shots. So you're going to throw out your driver as a choice, your sand wedge, and then an eight iron, which is middle of the road. So, and you're confident that your sand wedge would be your go-to yes. club? How do you throw your driver in there as well? Is that something? i normally pretty accurate with my driver. I can hit it either straight or... Is, is it the fun factor though? Is it yeah. just because you, you gotta just, let the big dog yeah, eat? Yeah, you can just so, okay. Kale, what do you think? If you were to pull a club out of your bag, do you have a couple that you would choose from? What would they be and which one would be your go-to? Ah. Uh. <laughs> He's been golfing two months, so <laughs> may not have an answer for that one. <laughs> I hit good with my six and my eight iron, but the putter's always safe. Oh, you putter. Come on now. I ha I'd have to go I know. With it's, I don't know. No ifs, ands, or putts, man. You can't go with the putter. So you got to hit a real shot. You're going to hit a real shot. What's your go-to club? Probably my eight iron. Okay. I t I, my eight iron as well. I, I feel like the eight iron is kind of the sweet spot in the middle. That's a fairly safe club for me as well. So I see that as an easy one. Yeah. The sandwich is surprising. Is it? Do you use it a lot? Like, is that your eating close? You're gonna tuck them in close to the pimmage sandwich. Yeah. Okay. And we played yesterday in that scramble here at our local country club, and you and I were on the same team. Mm -hmm. I gotta agree with that. You nailed <laughs> some twenty to thirty yard chips and rolled them up Thank within. Thank you four or five feet, so I could see that as being your go-to club. You. And as you said, you, you drive off the tee really well. Uh, you didn't get across the creek on six, which disappointed us, but man, you hit some, yeah, you caught some trees there that uh, would have went across, but the trees got in your way. So still good stuff. Okay, um, so what's your favorite course? And I, what, how far have you played uh, what's the range we're talking about when we're talking about courses? Have you played, I, I know you've played some out of state, but how mm -hmm. far out of state? I would say Ohio. Okay. That's it. So I've, just staying right here in our region, and this is in West Virginia, so uh, West Virginia, Ohio. Have you went to the beach and played any of the courses down there? Okay. I want to. Yeah. Really, yes. I think everybody from here is, <laughs> you know, if you're a Bob Zidanek uh, friend, you know going down to the Carolinas, he and John Varden and that whole crew go down there and play the big courses. Uh, okay, so out of that range of the courses you've been to, uh, what's your favorite? I really like Guyon. Okay. I don't know. Where Where's that at? Is that I, like Huntington? I think, I think so. The Guyon Dot River's down there, so that's why I'm guessing Huntington. And my uh, geography's terrible. Kel, can you look it up real quick? See where Guyon Golf Club is. How come you like that? What makes it your favorite? It's just like a kind of yeah. open, kind of flat. It's, it's challenging, but it's also kind of easy. Okay. I was going to say that's weird because open and flat around here is A, rarity. <laughs> and But B is uh, something like I'm not used to big open flat courses just mm -hmm. because our local course is so hilly yeah. and tough. Uh, open and flat just seems crazy scary. But there's some holes in there on like hills, but mostly it's pretty flat. It's... A challenge, but it's kind of like you can... A little forgiving? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You so, said Huntington. Okay. Yeah. So, the, what was it? The Guyon? Guyon. Guyon course, yeah. Okay, the Guyon course down Huntington gets M's pick for yeah. favorite course. Okay. Um, so, who's some of your favorite players? Do you follow any of the pros or anything like that that you kind of watch or keep I, track of? Personally, I like Phil Mickelson. Okay. I think he's... He's like kind of nice to his fans. He's got yep. his good game going. 
I like him. I, I kind of like, agree with you. He does a lot of charity work. Mm -hmm. I like um, Rory McIlroy oh, too. Yeah. 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 He's a. Uh, I don't. I'm not a huge follower of golf, but I know. Mm -hmm. He's pretty uh, outgoing and social with yeah. his social media and stuff. Mm -hmm. He does a good job. Do you follow anyone specific on like? Do you what social media do you do? Do you do any? Um, Instagram. Instagram. Okay. But other than that, I, I don't like follow them every match they play. I just kind of. Okay. okay. Once in a while, I'll look them up and see how they're doing. And okay. All right. Sounds good. And it, is there any? Do you follow them because their games are similar to yours, or just because of the fun factor? Kind of both. Like I kind of try to take advice or kind of get a few pointers from them if I can to watch how they play. Okay, Kale, can you pull up the uh, video of the guy that hits the golf ball there that you had there yesterday? So, Em, I'm gonna have you watch something, and we'll just see if this falls within your wheelhouse. Okay. Um, so we talked about this in uh, one of our other podcasts, ironically technology based, but it came up so. Uh, Check this out. Get where you can see this. Oh, my. Yeah, have you seen this before? Uh, yeah, he showed it to me a couple minutes ago over there. Okay, and did, did he tell you his story? Oh, yeah, that he yeah. hit it in a shaft and broke it. Yeah, so uh, he didn't do quite the job that uh, that cat was doing. <laughs> and it cost him $80 of his own money to fix. So, all right. Have you tried any shenanigans like that? I wouldn't go that big, but I've tried, <laughs> to, I've tried to hit it, like, with his third up in the air, hit a seven yeah. iron. yeah. But Try to iron it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, question number four: What's the toughest shot for you? So, if you have to set up and do a shot on a, out on a course, what gives you the most problems? Is there anything you just say, "Oh man, I just I really hate playing out of the sand or off camber lie"? Oh, or what, what's kind of your? One hundred percent sand. Really? I hate sand. Is that because you just don't have enough practice with it, or you just don't like it in general? I, I really don't have enough practice with it because our course has yeah we don't really, have any sand yeah. no we don't have any sand and you don't it kind of depends on what kind of course like what kind of sand it is because some is like yeah. rocky and then some yeah. is really thin so you kind of have to determine that whether how hard you're gonna hit it or how far behind you're gonna hit it and I I don't know yeah I've just never liked them and I've always chickened out like the last second and then slowed down and then just topped it or hit it into yeah. further sand or did you see a lot of sand out on the Callaway Junior Tour not really so it wasn't a big issue mm -mm. I was okay. only in the sand twice I believe the whole time so I was how'd that work out for you the first time not very good because I landed on like the front <laughs> edge of the bunker yeah. and then the second time pretty good I it uh the meadows the sand traps they are like this high yeah there was one where you had to have steps to go down into oh, geez. it yeah they were so you had to really ginormous. get some yes. height under the ball to get out but the one i was in i was kind of in the back so it wasn't really i didn't have yeah. to get straight up but i did pretty well hitting out of the second one i was in so that's pretty Nice. Good. I'll okay. take it. Well, that's Kale. Uh, we went over to Rolling Hills and played a couple weeks ago, and you ended up in the sand. I think you came out of it pretty well, though. Yeah, it was on hole nine, and it wasn't. It was about even with the green, so I just. Yeah, it was flat. And the sand was wet too, so it wasn't like. Oh uh, yeah, it was hard packed. Yeah. So, okay. So Kale, what's the toughest shot for you so far? What What do you just hate to see? Ah. Uh, if I'm off camber and I'm higher than the ball. Yeah. With the downhill lies. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are hard because you've got to reach and you got to figure out how to squat and kind of get lower. Is that uh, does that affect you at all? Not well. Sometimes it will, but I mean, we get a lot of experience out here at Roan County because yeah. half the holes are on a hillside, mm -hmm. so you're going to have those shots. Yeah, and I agree with Kale. I've seen him hit those off camber shots. They usually uh, go hard, but yeah, one way or the other. So okay, all right, not too bad. So question number five: What is your go-to shot? And by that I mean a shot that you see the ball, whatever lie it is, you're like, yeah, this is my shot. I'm gonna hit this 100% of the time. It's gonna be great. I would say a half shot with my sandwich. Okay. I, I don't know. I really like those shots. I feel like I can always get under it and. Is there a specific yardage you kind of look at and you say, all right, 40 yards, I know this. I'd say around like 50. 50 yards out? Yeah, 50 yards. I can normally okay. hit it pretty close with the pin. Nice. And is that, does it make you giggle inside whenever you get those shots? You're just like, all right. Because I'm, I'm kind of excited. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Kale, and you can't say uh, teen it up on the tee box. Or, or putting. putting. Yeah, so you got to say something <laughs> 160, else. I'm in the 150, 160 range with an 8-iron. Okay, that's your go-to shot? every time all right all right not bad that's that's a good shot that i get nervous if i get more than 120 yards out i don't feel like i'm confident to hit the green uh that far out so yeah i don't know and it, you know and it's kind of weird you ever look at the uh like i know playing yesterday i flopped a shot that was 10 yards off the green which really should be an easy just you know easy solid little wedge shot up on and those make me nervous because they seem so easy but mm -hmm. they're so hard yeah and it doesn't seem like it should be that way i don't know anyway that's my, <laughs> my thoughts on that all right so question number six what's your best moment so far and that can be tournament practice uh something that made you feel good best moment out on the well, let's, let's keep it out on the course best moment out on the course so far and keep in mind, this is your Callaway Junior Player of the Year. Is that something when you got the trophy, or is it oh, just a shot that you pulled off that was amazing? It was like a clutch shot for the win. Has there been one of those moments that you really cherish? There was one time. It was just a couple years ago, I think, or last year, or the year before that. I don't know. And it was a Callaway tour, and I was like in the trees, and I had a pretty good lie because it was, it was like dirt and it was like high up, and it dog led to the right like a lot and I could either punch out and then have a straight shot onto the green or I could play through the trees and there was like a little hole it was a couple feet wide and I, I hit my six iron yeah and I was so nervous I asked mom when we were done I was like did you see that shot she was like no I closed my eyes <laughs> I didn't even watch no and uh. I hit it through that hole and it landed about a foot yeah. from a hole and that was probably one of my top shots and nice. when we played night golf when it hit the tip of that tree and went like a foot in front of the hole and that that <laughs> was a big story we had a night golf tournament this last friday and it's the first time we've had one for a long time on our course and the first time everybody had played except for a couple people and that's what when everybody came back to clubhouse <laughs> that, that was the story emerson hit one that hit a tree and turned around and bounced directly one way or the other onto the green and close to the hole it was on five and she so was we were like on a trick the right shot. side yeah and she was aimed way right and she hit it it went straight right hit the tree branch and took a 90 degree turn landed on the green nice so yeah those are the good moments that make you be like all right a little bit of good karma yeah so your story though about the six iron through the trees yes. i saw a meme the other day and i wish i'd have kept it 
but it had like this really big wide open fairway and it says mm -hmm. the the average golfer can't hit this fairway but then it shows him later looking through a little hole in the trees <laughs> thinks he can fit it through these trees and I was like, that's me. I'll sit there and get on the tee box, and I cannot hit the big fairways. But I'll get in a spot where I'm like, man, yes. I think I can fit through that four-foot gap in those trees. You know, give me my three iron, here we go. And uh, yes. it rarely works out. But I, I laughed to myself about that meme, and I, was, and I got to track it back down because it's a really good one. So, Kel, uh, any in your two months of golfing here, any moments that stand out to you that you were just like, all right, I'm, I'm big time now. This is the shot that's been oh, the defining yeah. one so far? Last week... I was on number one and I actually had a good drive for once and I went right down the middle and then I hit a good three wire, three wood and it was oh. nice and straight and then I was 160 yards out, had my eight iron and I hit it straight up and then after it went up in the sky I couldn't see it yep. and I saw it drop and then it disappeared and I couldn't tell if it went off the back of the green but Corey, I was golfing with Corey, and he jumps up and starts screaming that it went in. <laughs> yeah. So I had to go up there and make sure it didn't go off the back, and it was in the hole. It bounced a foot in front of the hole and bounced in. So an eagle on number one, and that's that. I, you know, and I knew as soon as you said about hitting the great tee shot and then the good second shot. I did too. That's where the story was going, the eagle, because that, that's what I, the story I've heard all week. So has this been the story? Hey, Emerson, you remember the eagle <laughs> last week? Is that how that's been going with the conversation? Yeah, he so. told me yes. Honestly, I can't downplay it because if I got an eagle, I'd be bragging about it yeah. to everybody I know as well. So, unfortunately, I've yet to get an eagle. So that'll be a, hmm. uh, that'll be <laughs> one in two or three years. It'll <laughs> be a tough one to top, but I'm sure you'll have some more good moments the more you keep playing. So it'll be fine. All right, so good best moments. I like it. Uh, question number seven: uh, What do you feel like is the one ingredient that makes you play good? Your so, mental state. Well, let's back it up. Let's be a little more detailed now. So mental state is an important part of any sport. Yeah. But what makes you have that good mental state? Is it something like maybe your mom says to you or your grandma, or is it yeah. something you tell yourself? It's kind of both because I'll need their kind of like support. Yeah. Because they'll tell me, it's okay, just keep your head up. Right. And, but um, I, know I get really mad at myself really easy. If, like I hit a bad shot, um. Is that like a wheels come off moment and then you reel it in? Yeah, or? I'll kind of like be like, okay, you hit one bad shot, everybody hits a bad shot, you'll be fine. You have nine more holes left, you can right. pick it up. Um, and I do, I get really mad at myself and it's kind of hard to reel it back in. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough place to come again. back from. Yeah. Because I know when the wheels come off of my game, usually... And I'm older now. I mean, I'm, I'm 46, so now I've got the temperament that at least I can reel myself back mm -hmm. in. But, man, when I was your all's age, when the wheels come off, I was done. Maybe for, you know, days at a time. Have you ever had that to where it's been, like, a bad session of play? Yeah, I've had a couple of days where I just could not hit anything. <laughs> Wasn't oh. feeling it, yeah. And that's I talked to Kel. Kel and I talked a couple of weeks ago because he was struggling with his driver a little bit, and I was like, man, I went a whole six months where I didn't even hit my driver. I just hit my three wood and just said, you know what, I'm just going to live with that mm -hmm. because it's so bad. So, okay, so the mental state and just talking yourself back into good yeah. play. Okay, that's oh, yeah. a hard thing to do. A lot of professional athletes do a lot of uh, training with a psychologist or a psychiatrist to help get their mental state back in. That's a popular theme with the movie Tin Cup, which is about golf. 
it's golf by the middle state. So, Kale, what's the one ingredient you think leads to your good play? Uh, it depends. I'm, if I'm feeling good because of, like, the weather, if it's not burning up yeah. and I'm golfing good then, or it could be, like, the environment I'm golfing in, like, who I'm with. Uh, we played yesterday in the scramble, and I had Rick Hardman and Dr. Andy. Yeah. And that was a good environment to be in, so I hit... Yeah, they're very positive people, regardless of how it goes. I hit good, I'd say 90% of the time. Nice. Now, you think it's just for the good atmosphere? Yeah. So a positive atmosphere helps. Okay, I'd agree with that. And I think that's, we talked before the show, that's one of the topics you're going to cover. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that mental mental state. Okay. So question number eight, uh, what's the best pep talk you've had? And when did that pep talk take place? And who gave it to you? I don't know. My mom has given me some pretty good ones. Um, <laughs> Leave it up to those moms, by <laughs> golly. Moms will set you straight. Um, <laughs> there's been some where it's kind of, I don't know, like, get it together. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's always those. There's some where, like, you're playing good. Just yep. keep it up. Don't yep. let anything get in your way. So I I don't know what my best one was. Well, was there one that lot. was really defining that, really turned your game around or really kept you on track? Is it one that you remember specifically? Like, or yeah, that was, that was a good pep talk. No, I don't think I remember one specifically. Okay. And you don't have to. I was just asking. They're either all kind of the same. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, yeah, they're either like, you're doing good, just yeah. keep it up, or make sure. Is there a favorite fa- phrase that you know is coming? Like, if you look to your crowd over there and, and you're kind of like, all right, here comes this phrase. Um, that they like to use? Is that something you want to throw out? So I used, well not, I still kind of do. When I drive, <laughs> yeah. I'll take it back like so far because I'm scared I'm going to slice it. Yeah. And she calls me a T-Rex. So <laughs> I'll look over at her and she'll go like this. Yeah, yeah, so that's and you know, the deal. I do. Every time I do it, I know that's coming. Yeah, okay. All right, so the go-to pep talk. Kale, what about you? Now you, you've played, you race motorcycles, play soccer, run track. Uh, and now you're golfing. Is there a pep talk that was a defining moment for you? Uh, I think it states last year. Okay. Before I'm I assuming vaulted, you mean pole bowling, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Before I vaulted, it was just we had a good build up. So the past three or so weeks, yeah, yeah. going through regionals and. And you were coming off a broken leg, so yeah. you were slow into the season and you're just starting to give everything back. But it was a pep talk where it just was, you're building up, now you're at your peak, just do your thing, and we'll be fine. Yep. So I went in there positive and just felt it good. All right, so positive pep talk. So both of you, I'm sure, and I know Kel has, both of you have had those negative pep talks. Yes. Did the negative ones work? And if so, how much? Mm. <laughs> <Not really laughs> I assume nobody likes the negative pep talk, but I mean, there's got to be a little bit of validation to them because sometimes you just have to hear the get your head out of your rear end and do what you're yeah. supposed to be doing. They, they'll work sometimes, but yeah. then sometimes they just kind of like make, make sure me more mad <laughs> and they just, yeah. But is that a good thing to get mad and try to get yourself refocused? No. Mm, no. 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 Not in golf. No. Not in when golf. I'm mad, I'm mad. Now, in, maybe in soccer, yeah. It'll, if I get mad in soccer, stuff's going to get rough. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that's a good thing in soccer sometimes. Okay. So, all right. So maybe not so much for golf, but it has its place in other sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think that the pep talker, your mom, your grandma, or whoever's giving you that pep talk, do you think they would agree with your assessment? Yeah. Even though they don't like realize it at the time, that it's mm-hmm. making me more mad. I feel like they would. They would agree that yeah. that maybe isn't the best pep yeah. talk for you. Do you think that would even if so if they were sitting here with us today and you said, hey, that really doesn't work. Do you think they would change? No, because no. yeah. I feel like they would. If I start playing bad, that they would get yeah. more aggravated and they would tell me. Yeah. So I don't. Nah. I agree with you. I think that's an honest assessment. And I know as a parent, it's it would be really. I would have to see something that would prove to me that the get your head out of your end talk yeah. doesn't work, because I know from just my own experience and you know other athletes and so forth, that is the talk you need to have sometimes. And as parents, that's that's kind of the deal. You do what you feel is best. So that's interesting, though. Your perspective is different, and that's some of the things we'll talk about and you'll talk about here in your mm-hmm. uh, podcast is that mental deal and information for parents to know and understand. I think that would be very helpful. Okay. Um, so number question number nine, the most defining moment in your golf career so far. So as you said, you got four years under your belt, uh, Callaway Player of the Year, Junior Player of the Year here, and uh, – won some tournaments what's the is there a moment where you said all right this is me i'm a golfer and this i is think what this I year because i never really <clears throat> felt as motivated well i was motivated last year but i never right. really felt like okay i can do this i'm a good player i've until this year because okay. i started to get around the guys at um our course the old guys at our yeah. course and I've started to like be around them and kind of pick up stuff that they've had, and they've told me that I'm a good player, and yeah. I won the Callaway. Yeah. So I feel this year's. So that been validation my, of being yes. recognized as Player of the yes. Year, and as you said, the respect at the local mm-hmm. courses. Do you see that at other courses? Do people know who you are when you walk in? Um, not like other courses, but like people I've played with. Right. They've. they've I mean, played. like when you came into the finals at the Callaway. Uh, championships is that the people like yeah. did the other girl know who you were mm-hmm. uh, yeah I'd say that's validation then um right. this one girl's dad that I played with she was in the older 1518 group um yeah. he told me that I had a really good season that he was been keeping up with my scores and I was like well, that's pretty cool that somebody yeah do you know why he's probably keeping up with your scores uh we played a couple times together and that's when I was shooting in like the 90s yeah I have a feeling you'll be in her age group next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm, so. I'm really excited because she's pretty. She's really good. Yeah. She shoots low 80s. Right, right. So that'll high be high 70s every time. Yeah. So it'll be a little more competition for me to yeah. get going. And I'm sure they're worried about you coming in because now you'll be competition for her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. We used to do that when you know my kids are athletes. We look and see who's going to be competition next year. Yep. And you start planning. So okay, good stuff, Kale. A defining moment in your uh, short golf career so far? Is there a point where you said, okay, I'm uh, a valid golfer now and not just a hack? Still haven't? <laughs> not there yet? <laughs> I, nah, I'm still all over the place. Well, I, yeah, and I agree with you. Last night at the scramble, you know, uh, Dr. Randy and Rick both kind of said, hey, he was hitting good shots, doing good, contributed a lot. I mean, that's got to make you feel pretty good, right? At least you're yeah. contributing. So, I mean, I hit... Maybe the respect of the, some of the older players that you're not just a complete hack. <laughs> yeah, maybe ten out of the eighteen drives were good. Yeah. So that made me feel good. It wasn't 
one out of 18 right like it had been and I was actually hitting straight yesterday well so. did you actually contribute shots to the team that you know they played your shot because it was a good shot yeah okay well then, yeah, that's not bad then that's some validation that's better than the day I had so you know okay all right um, so question number 10 drive or be driven so you go out on the course the cart's sitting there. Do you jump in the driver's seat, or do you like to be driven around? Oh, I like to drive, 100%. I love to drive. <laughs> I think it's because you guys are younger, and it's a novelty still. Yeah. So you don't view it as a, hey, someone chauffeur me around because i got some shots to make? No, I no? like to drive. Okay. And he thinks I'm a terrible driver, so. <laughs> yeah, he you two have played quite drive. a bit together not here. not so. pointing out any certain instances. Right. <laughs> So Emerson shouldn't be given the green light or keys to the cart. <laughs> she she needs to be sixteen. No, I think I think I'm a perfectly fine driver. He had one little mishap and Well let's turn it around. Has he been a good driver? No. Yeah. No. No. Yes. With his little drifts and yeah, yeah. breaks. So the truth comes out. Neither one of you should be driving, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Walk, walking only is what I'm getting here. I, I haven't hit anybody yet, so we're okay. It's I think I should have my license over him, having his license. Mm. Yeah. I haven't hit anybody yet, so I'm okay. I haven't either. I was going to say, wait a minute, <laughs> have you hit somebody with a golf okay, cart? Okay, not physically. I hit their cart. And uh, knocked them out of it on the No, ground. okay, he was being dramatic. <laughs> it was, it was oh, Johnny McElroy. Yeah, he was being dramatic. <laughs> okay, so, so anyway. <laughs> Um, That's funny. All right, yeah, so that when I drive, I'm always worried about the other person, if I'm driving the wrong way or, you know, not being helpful enough and, and seeing where we need to go and so forth. But being driven is kind of weird, too. So, all right, good to know younger people want to drive. You're chomping at the bit to drive. I got yeah. that. But I know, oh, like, craziness out on the Dr. Course. Randy last night, He, whenever I've been paired with him, he likes to be driven around. Yeah, so. and I, I think that makes him feel more relaxed. Probably, he, And he yeah. plays better. Because when I rode with him, he insisted I drive. You know, he's like, hey, you just drive. I'll just, you know, I'm comfortable sitting here. He thinks about his shot. And it shows because he plays really good. Yeah, I think it gives him time whenever I'm driving to evaluate, like, the best ball lays during a scramble. Yeah. So he usually picks which one ever we're going to play. And he's kind of got that laid-back personality. That yeah. makes He makes me feel good. He makes me more relaxed. So I think that's kind of his... Uh, laid back deal okay all right well that's 10 questions with M and you've been here with our no if ands or putts with M our first podcast so podcast number one so quick evaluation M what do you think how'd it go I liked it I had fun how long have we been doing what's the show length uh, 42 minutes. So 42 minutes went by. We talked originally that it had to be at least 20 minutes. <laughs> and you were worried about filling up 20 I was. minutes. So I what was. So what do you think now? You've doubled that amount of time. I did. I had a good time. I okay. liked it. I enjoyed So we'll be back next week. And we have Emerson Simon with us here, a local golfer and Callaway Junior Player of the Year uh, here for us. And she's getting ready to go into your high school season. Mm -hmm. You're preparing for that. you got one more tournament, which is next Tuesday, right? Yep. So we'll see what day you do your podcast on. We'll try to maybe schedule it again on uh, Thursday, and you'll have the results of that tournament. If it all goes bad, don't blame us. <laughs> I want to. If it all goes great, then it's, if it goes bad. Yeah, and if it goes great, it's because of all the stuff we talked about here yes. on the show. Uh, and she'll be back with uh, team-specific golf information, types of practice that she does and feels that are productive, uh, information for parents that they need to know about their teen golfer or bringing up a golfer and some lesson advice that she's went through and then club help 
for teens and some more on that information. So you got some homework to do. Yep. Uh, congratulations. It's summertime and you've got assigned homework. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. But uh, more shows in the future, so make sure you tune back in. And again, a uh, big thanks to A&M Digital Technology that powers all our podcasts. And uh, make sure you tune into our radio station, Patch Turned Up. And um, this is all run by students here at Patch in Spencer, West Virginia. So, Kale, we will let you take it out. And this is the first show of many, so no if ands, or putts with him. And we'll be back for more. Make sure you tune in next week. Kale, take it away. This is Kale, and you've been listening to No If, Ands, or Putts with Patch Turned Up. Stay tuned in for more podcasts, music, news, and updates from our Patch students. Patch, amenity and children first.